everybody. Welcome to another Game of Thrones edition of You Have to Watch This Podcast. I'm Alan. And I'm Devin. And uh, because this is the premiere episode, Ryan is sitting out once again. <laughs> um, but he'll he'll join us eventually for one of these um, in some capacity. We're not sure, sure what yet. It'll be great. But um, so the, it is 11.07 on the East Coast, Sunday night. Ah. I finished Game of Thrones an hour ago. <laughs> Oh Devin my gosh. just finished it. So we're going to, we're going to get into spoilers here in a little bit, but first I just want to talk about a few things that happened before this premiere. Yes. Okay. So I sat down to watch this premiere with my bottle of the, for the Thrones beer, <laughs> which was a golden ale mi- blended with Pinot Grigio and some kind of grape juice. Oh my and god, how was it? It was delicious. Shit, I'm gonna have to buy it that. It had the aftertaste of a sparkling wine. Hmm. And I really enjoyed it. I finished the bottle. Like I finished the <laughs> whole giant bottle. Like you saw what how big that thing was. Yeah. Finished it through that for the episode. I'm impressed. Dude, Me good too. job. Um <laughs> and I had my Game of Thrones Oreos, so I was all set to go. Ah, oh, that makes did, me so did jealous. Did you do anything special for the for uh, the I ran back from improv and turned it on as soon as I could. Um, so, no, I didn't. Okay. Uh, um, evidently, just covering some news that happened before the premiere. Evidently, DirecTV had it posted hours ago. Direct, really? DirecTV now had it posted this afternoon that people could watch it. Oh, my God. So, but so people actually got to watch it at like noon today? I think so, yeah. Wow. And it made me really wish I still had... Uh, direct tv now that's like the only time i think i've ever wished i had direct tv last time i had direct tv now was when the last season premiered because i remember giving i mean i didn't give that password out to anyone but that's, yeah. how, that's how i watched it live <laughs> good but this time i was able to watch it on hbo go and it just came on right at the right time so see that's cool i was happy about that but i had the live stream going of the marathon beforehand just so i knew when it was coming on that's smart, though. So I was actually able to get my wife to join me in the premiere. Me, too. Um, she had I made her watch to like the last 10 minutes of the finale. OK, so the Targaryen name reveal and the dragon uh-huh. taking the wall. Oh, but she yeah, didn't really that's care right. What, I told her what she was like, do you want to see what the I, I said? Do you want to see the dragon take the wall? And she's like, no, you just told me what happens. Like, oh, that's fair. All right, got so it. Then, then we sat there for eight minutes, just waiting for the premiere to start. start. <laughs> and Good. She, she sat there through ninety percent of it. Like I'll, that's I'll, awesome. When we get into spoilers, I'll tell you when she left. But oh, really? Yeah. Romana sat through all of it. Well, Anna works at six a.m. tomorrow, so I didn't. Oh, I, man. I don't blame her for going to bed when she did. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, not nearly as late over here, so it doesn't matter as much. Yeah. So. Overall impressions of the episode before we get into specifics. What do you think of, of this as a premiere? I think it was a premiere that had to happen. I think that there are some parts of it that I'm very excited about. Some parts I was surprised about. Overall, I think I'm worried. Okay. What about you? Uh, I enjoyed it. There was a lot of fan service that they were building towards last season. Mm-hmm. The things that we knew were going to happen happened and they all happened at once. Mainly reu- yep. reunions. Um, yes. 
And Absolutely. I, part of me wishes that some of them were spaced out a little bit more, but the other part of me was like, in, enjoyed the, oh, hey, she's reunited with him and him at the same time. What the hell? Like, I enjoyed that. And I also like, yeah, I don't know about this. But you're, you're getting into a lot of what I'm worried about, I think. Yeah. Um, but I think they're just moving into the finale. Like, I think they're just full steam ahead. Um, as pretty much as br- the, the summary of this episode is pretty much a brand quote. And it's like, we need to cut the bullshit and just get to the point. <laughs> but for real, though. Yeah. Um, which was my favorite moment of the episode was just brand being like, okay, we don't have time for this. Like the night King is coming. Like, right. Just, just stop. Um, we can, we can deal with all this later, but uh, we're going to be under attack here in two weeks. Like it's, is that it's, the time frame? Is that like the official time frame? No, that, I just know that's when the episode airs. Oh, so literally two weeks from now, two weeks from now is the supposedly the battle of Winterfell, which is also the weekend of Endgame which is also the weekend of the Gotham finale. So it's just like all this shit is happening that weekend. Uh, so it's, so Endgame isn't this weekend. It's the next one. Correct. Oh, okay. I have more, I have more concerns then once we get into spoilers, we'll talk about it more, Okay. but I'm yeah. Okay. I yeah. don't think, I don't think it's very, very spoilery to talk about this. What did mm-hmm. you think of the new and uh, opening credits? Oh, I loved it. I thought it was so cool. I liked that they zoomed in on the miniatures a little more because it was my favorite part of the opening. So I liked it. I think they did that because it's just in these two places now. Yes. Because we're focusing on Winterfell and King's Landing and you can just go in depth with both of those. And I love that you got to see the crypts of Winterfell in the opening and then the the dragon skulls underneath the Iron Throne. Like in the dungeons. Right. And I think like conceptually, I think I like it a lot more. I don't like what it signifies, but I like a lot of what it is, I think. Like I like I like to zoom in on the miniatures. I like to see the really I mean, because the animations on it are awesome. Like they, they did really a are. great job making it look real. They really did. Like these were the best animations. I mean, they had five hundred and forty six days to work on that. So <laughs> they better make it good. I think that's the number. Um, yeah, I re- I really enjoyed it. I, I'm curious if they're going to keep it that way mm-hmm. or not, because now you have the Greyjoys going back to the Iron Islands. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if we're going to spread out again a little bit or not. I, my inclination is that they're not going to spread out. I think that something's going to happen and they're going to turn and then they're all, I don't want to spoil anything. So we'll, we'll have to like wait till the spoiler disclaimer disclaimer part, but like, I don't think they're going to go to the iron islands at all. Okay. I think the intro of it spoils everything that we need to know about this season. Okay. All right. Yeah. So with that, I think it's time to get into spoilers. Good. So I recommend for the throne beer, I will probably buy another (laughs) bottle for the finale. Um, Oh yeah. And the Oreos are great. They're just, they're double stuffed, with they don't, which they don't say on the label. Oh, that's nice. For, if you like double stuff, if you don't like my wife, then you're 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 screwed. But yeah. Okay. Wait, she doesn't like double stuff. Hold on, let's dig into this. This is most important. I don't think she likes the Oreo cream to begin with. Like, if she could just Got have it. the cookies, she would just have the cookies. 
<laughs> so like mega stuff is like her nightmare. Yes. That's terrifying. So Okay. Sorry, Anna. Yep. Well, it's okay because I get the cream. So Oh, there you go. Okay. So getting into spoilers. I took yes. notes. Oh, good. Do tell. Um, so I really wanted the little kid at the beginning. Mm-hmm. If 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 you look at it like a like poetry, and this is the opening yeah. season, like opening episode of the final season, it should end it should begin the way the series premiere ended, which is having the kid fall and be paralyzed from the legs down. Oh, oh, oh you lost fan you. Yeah. Um no, I wasn't even connecting it to loss, but Oh, but I yeah. just meant the poetry of that opening. Yeah. But no, that was more of a Star Wars thing. Oh, it all has to rhyme, right? But um yeah, so I really liked the but I did like the symmetry of the uh John and Daenerys coming into Winterfell felt very much like King Robert and the Lannisters coming into Winterfell in the premiere. It absolutely did. Even with now, the, I haven't. Oh, go ahead. Good. No, you you go ahead. I haven't seen the premiere in a long time. Um, was Arya watching them go in as well? Like, was that a big deal? Because they made a point to let you know exactly how Arya feels about every single person going into Winterfell in this, and I thought that was neat. But like, if it if she did something similar, then that's even better. I don't think so. I think uh, her, I think her blending into the crowd was just her being Arya and blending in with the crowd. Sure, sure. Uh, that, that's her being no one. I, th- yeah. I if I remember the premiere correctly, you did see Bran like watching from like the towers or a tree. Like he, okay, he watched them come in from a distance. Um, but even the score was the same music that they had when the Baratheons and the Lannisters came in. The ba da da da. Like the trumpet. That's printer. interesting. I like that. So I it, didn't catch any of that. Yeah, I I really enjoyed that. I picked up on it um, just a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then um, my first note is, so we, which we already ta- talked about was John comes in and introduces Daenerys to Sansa, and then Bran's like, "We don't have time for this. The Night King has your dragon." Right. Which is just pretty much straight to the point. They're not like he's trying not to waste any time with anything, right? Which is, which is fair because they only have what five episodes left now, something like that. And then like they were just doing all the same like pissy in the north stuff. Like you were king in the north and now you're not. And it's like it's like they could make that argument. And this is one of the things I liked. They could make that argument last literally the whole season, but they have to go at one point. We have to stop fighting about this and we have to move on with the plot. And I really like that they're just nipping it in the bud now. And they're going either shut up or like, you know what I mean? Like you have to shut up with this now. Yeah. Cause like that was a big plot point last season and I'm glad they're done. Yeah. I also feel like wrapping up things from last season, this episode was the re- reunion episode. Yes. Because you have, I don't think I, I don't think I like that. I'm going to say that right now. I like that they addressed it up front and just got it out of the way. Okay, I like that part too because reunions can take a while and hopefully there's just nonstop awesome like cool stuff that happens. What I don't like about it is that it's suggesting we're just going to tie all these storylines up in Winterfell right fucking now and then we're going to get on to like the ending as soon as possible. At that point, I think it feels rushed. See, I don't think it wrapped up anything. I think it 
the inter- the reintroductions to these characters where they are now, I mm-hmm. think sets up more sets up more for down the line. Like getting them reunited. Like, oh hey, here's Sansa and Tyrion. Like we're addressing the fact that they were married and she yeah. ditched him. Like let's just get that out of the way address it now and then just have her call him an idiot and then yeah. walk away. Like that scene with Sansa and Tyrion was probably my favorite Sansa scene in the whole series. <laughs> really? Cause it's the most Cersei she's ever been in the show. And I mean that as a compliment, which is not something I say lightly. All right. Is she moving in that direction? Do you think they're I, hitting enough at that? I don't think it's going to be, I don't think she's going to be, Cersei per se I think she's learned enough from Cersei and from Littlefinger that she's smarter now and I, okay. as, as evil and as much as I hate Cersei she's not stupid right so I think Sansa learned what she needed to from her and we're finally starting to see that more with mm-hmm. Littlefinger out of the picture so do you think it's setting us up to not like Sansa and to not trust her but for the, her to like kind of pull like a, a 180 and us to be like, ah, we should have trusted her the whole time. Like that time when Daenerys was just like fucking around over there for a while. And we're like, why are you doing this? And then she like pulls out. She's like, it's been this the whole time. And you're like, wow, you're so smart. Do you think it's going to be that? No, I don't think it's going to be that. I think it's just going to be she's smarter now than she has been. She's an ally to everyone. She mm-hmm. sees through Cersei. Like she knows yeah. that Cersei's lying even when Tyrion doesn't. Um, sure. I think it's just it's just going to be her being badass and setting everyone right. Okay. Like, I don't see them. I, I, get that. I don't see them doing a whole bait and switch like they did last year with Littlefinger. Sure. I I think the only reason I might see it coming is because I saw the next week on Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. and most of next week on Game of Thrones was like, "There's trouble with Sansa and Daenerys," and I was like, "Oh." Are we going to keep this going? I mean, I think I think that whole dynamic is something completely different. And I'm, I'm okay. curious to see where they go with that. I don't see that lasting beyond the next episode. Mm-hmm. I think know, knowing where everything falls in the time, like if, I, if Battle of Winterfell is episode three, I don't yeah. see that carrying over to that battle. Like I feel like they have okay. to settle the differences. Okay. Or at least now- pretend to. I'm probably going to jump ahead in your notes, but this kind of feeds into the one thing that I was most surprised about. And that was Sam not being on board with Daenerys and him going, John, you're the king. Tell her to step aside. Because the way I thought that conversation was going to go was him going, hey, guess what? He's your aunt. And John would go, neat. And then just walk away. Okay. I didn't think they would take the you're the true king approach. And that fascinated me. I think Sam did that out of grief and anger. Yes. I mean, definitely. There's no I denying that. I think if Sam hadn't just found out the news that he did about his uh, father and brother. Yeah. Dickon, because I, I need to say his name. Um, <laughs> Who if doesn't? He, if he hadn't heard that news just then from Daenerys. Mm-hmm. And I think that whole conversation with John would have gone differently. So do you think this is something they're going to drop, though? Because honestly, I think this is one of the most interesting tensions ever. And I think they were doing foreshadowing when they were looking at them like Tyrion. I think it was like Tyrion, Varys, and Davos were looking at John and, and uh, Daenerys in the yard. And they were like, nothing lasts forever. 
And I was like, oh, they're going to have a fight soon. Yeah, I. It, it's hard to tell what John's going to do next. Like, if he brings it to Daenerys, mm-hmm. like, it, I don't know what she, I don't know what her reaction will be. And I'm kind of upset that we didn't get that in this episode. But I'm also relieved because that would have been too much, I think. Okay. Um, I think it's hard to tell how John's actually taking it because he's just in shock of it all. Right. But I will say that that scene was very well done with him at his father's um, tomb. I loved that. Right next to his mother's, like his actual mother's not. He's right next to Ned Stark. Which is like yep. I, I was looking a little bit on Reddit. Somebody pointed out um, the last time he saw his father, he said, "Next time we meet, I will tell you about your mother." And then the next time he, oh man, I mean, he, he, I guess he was in the crypts before that, but what? It's just nice to know that it just fits. Yeah, um, that's cool. And right before Sam came into the episode, I was wondering, I was going through my head of all the epi- all the characters who are in Winterfell. I was like, we haven't seen Sam yet. Where's Sam? And it's like, oh, hey, there's Sam. Like, yeah, it's like that. It's nice that Jordan knew he was there. Like, hey, this is the guy who saved me. Um, yeah. All right. So can I make you answer a hard question then? Sure. If this becomes a, if this becomes tension, uh, who has a better right to the throne? John or Daenerys? A better right to it? Yes. Like if if that becomes the tension, if like. Two episodes from now, they're like, all right, Sarah C., she was a really good bad guy. She's gone. The main fight now is John and Daenerys, who's like, and like, we have to pick sides emotionally. What do you think? Oh, that's that's a really tough one. I Because here's the thing is I took that plot point and I took it way far and I love it. And I want them to just keep milking that plot point because I think it's cool. They probably won't. This probably isn't a conversation that like we need to have, but I think it's cool. If I had to choose sides, mm-hmm. it's going to be Daenerys because she has the f- the force behind her. Like she she wants the throne. John doesn't. He's made it clear that he does not want to be king. Yeah, and I can get behind that. John has made it pretty clear that he doesn't want it. Um, but at the same time, I also think that it's a good point of whoever doesn't want the throne is probably the most worthy of it. Did they say that in this episode? No, I don't think they said that. I just feel like if you really yeah. want the power, you probably shouldn't seek. If you you probably shouldn't seek it, but if you don't want it, you then it should be given to you. That's the thing is these people keep calling him a king. Everyone yeah. does, even though he's like, "I'm not a king. I'm not a king. I don't want it." He's a king. Like he, he just he, is. He's looking at the bigger picture. Like bending the knee to Daenerys was him trying to protect the North and trying to protect everyone south of the Wall. Right. So I think he understands that, but he's having trouble getting everyone else to see that. Yeah. Because, I mean, in some ways, in some very superficial ways, his story and Daenerys' story are a little bit similar. Where she did a good job of like, you know, hey, I'm not that much of a person. I'm going to rally the the Dothraki. And John's like, hey, I'm not much of a person. I'm going to rally all of the wildlings and I'm going to make them on our side. Like, those are pretty similar. And those might also play into the fire and ice thing. I don't know. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see this show end with the song of fire and ice just be the battle between the two of them. But I don't see that 
happening. No, I don't either. This uh, this season feels like things are going to be too night nice and too tidy for that kind of mess for to end. You know what I mean? I I don't think it's going to be as neat and tidy as we as you make it seem. I think it's going to be and, nastier than than we expect. Good, because what I'm worried about right now is that Winterfell is just a magical endings generator. And everyone's going to come to Winterfell if they want to have their series ending. And that that's what it seems like right now. Everyone's like, we're going to go to Winterfell. We're going to go to Winterfell. We're going to go to Winterfell. And that the point of it is let's get everyone in line so then we can just start checking off character endings one by one because we only have five more episodes. I think the shit's going to hit the fan. And yes. we're getting these little happy moments with these characters where they're reunited and they're just moments of happiness. And then once winter comes, it's going to get bad. Like it's just, I mean, it has to, it's going to get really bad. And I think getting these characters to acknowledge each other and addressing their pasts will add something to it down the line. Like, so if Sanja is about to be attacked by the night King, for example, yeah. um, you can have Tyrion step in and make a smart remark. Like I am smarter than you think I am yeah, <laughs> or something like that. Just making sure like little, little callbacks. Like, I think this was heavy on the, the, the big reunions. And I think it'll pay off in smaller doses down the line. You know what? I can see that. And I can see why thematically they would need an episode like this, because I mean, coming into this, this afternoon, I was like, shit's going down. We've got six episodes. Fucking do this, Game of Thrones. And afterwards, I was like, not a, like a lot happened, but not a lot happened, like you said. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, are they just spinning their like what I what made me concerned is that they're currently spinning their wheels because they're just going to have one episode that's literally just a checklist. Like, all right, Jamie's dead. All right, Cersei's is dead. All right. Tyrion is now king. Like, not that I think any of that's going to happen, but like they're just going to like checklist people and not give them the ending they deserve. But I might be on your side now that this is helping them get that ending. Yeah, I think I think this is just all set up. Like you got to get your chess pieces in line before checkmate. So, yeah, I can do that. Or before you get checkmate. Right. I, I know chess. <laughs> okay, so another reunion that I really enjoyed was the John and Arya, which oh, was yeah. which was just a nice moment. Like, um, yeah him pointing to her sword and saying, you still have it. Have you used it? And she's like, eh, maybe <laughs> once or <laughs> twice. Like just, just the, like they've been such a big part of this show yet. They haven't seen each other since the first or second episode, which is, and they were like, yeah, which is amazing to me that, um, and it's just nice to see that reunion. Um, because I think the two of them will fight side by side in the battle to come. I absolutely believe. And I like that you get a stronger sense, or they at least reiterated where Arya is with her alliances now, where she's like, look, I'm for the Stark family. Like, this is just what I care about. And that she ultimately thinks that Sansa is good because John needs that pressure on him because he's going to start getting pressure from girlfriend, aunt and pressure from sister. Yes. And I think that he needs someone going, you got to trust her. It would be girlfriend, aunt, and niece, sister, right? Yeah, I yes, yes. Is that what you said? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he, I. Yeah, it's not like that. It, it's confusing. 
It is, yeah. The, fa- the family relationship. Tree, the family trees are just vines in Westeros. <laughs> um, other than that, the only other reunion that we really saw was the Greyjoys. Yeah, and, and, uh, yeah. And Yara, um, which was nice. Like, I'm glad they wrapped that up as quickly as they did. Right. Absolutely. Because watching the last finale going into this is like, okay, he's going off to save his sister. Hopefully that Mm -hmm. doesn't take too long because they only have six episodes and they just wrap it up quickly. Yeah. And I I like the idea that she's going to be standing by in case they need a place to go. I don't think they'll need that. Maybe they'll just need that to get their bearings a little bit like i can see them going there for like 10 minutes of an episode i think it would be cool if they got their ass absolutely handed to them in winterfell not like from a character standpoint but from a story so far standpoint because like if they do in fact kill like white walkers and it's like yeah we did it good job guys team good guys like the only thing they really have to deal with is cersei and at this point i would love for her to not be the big bad guy at the end of this thing I would love for her to just realize that this whole like shit fucking game that she's playing doesn't matter. Like in the same way that Bran's been telling everyone that I need her to be like, ah, shit, my hubris and then die. I don't think that's going to happen. No, no. I I think she's all hubris and I don't think it's going to change. I don't I don't see her changing at all. Like she's still she's still playing the game with uh, the Uncle Greyjoy. Yeah, but she's like the only one playing the game now. And I want I want her last thought to be, wow, that was waste and then die. Okay, I I can see that. I don't see her changing it before her last moments, though. Oh, no, me neither. I don't see her being like, wow, I was wrong. Here's the rest of my army. Like, I think she's just going to be like, I'm still playing this stupid game. Yeah, I want her to die. Okay, so (laughs) I, I did some research onto this episode. And as oh, of yeah. as of right now, there's no title reveal revealed for this episode on IMDb. What would you call this episode if you could? Like if you could give this episode a title. Oh jeez, um, it would have to be something with reunions. Like, um, I mean, I I'm not good at titles, so mine are going to be super on the nose. But uh, I, it would have to be something about reunions. Like, because this episode just felt like here are reunions, here's checking in. So the, fina- the the last finale was called The Dragon and the Wolf, which makes sense. Yeah. I My title for the per- season eight premiere that I'm throwing into the ring is Game of Thrones, How to Train Your Dragon. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. Can we talk about, like, locking eyes with a dragon before having sex? Can we talk about having sex in the snow? Like, I know you're Jon Snow, but still. <laughs> also that. Also I mean, that. I, I mean, there's a lot of furs there, but still, like. <laughs> it just has to be uncomfortable. Um, What did you think of the dragon sequence? I thought it was cool. I thought Jon riding a dragon was inevitable. Like, I mean, I thought like him being like the one that always hopped on that dragon was inevitable. Because like, I think because he's definitely ridden one before, right? Like. I didn't make up that he got on one at the end last season or did I have like a fever dream at some point? No, they all, no, he didn't. He never was on one. Everyone else from the search party was like, they got on Drogon and rode out. Gotcha. But I think that he was, he had the, um, his uncle came in and saved the day and then he rode his horse back. 
Okay. Well, I think that like my deep abiding thought of like John being a Targaryen and Targaryens get to ride dragons and that's just what he's going to do was so strong. I just made up the fact that he already did it. So like, yes, it was cool, but it was so inevitable that I wasn't like that shocked by it. I think he had the moment where he was standing on the cliff and he approached the dragon. I think he touched it. Like he touched it on the nose, but I don't think he actually, he never wrote it, but he, he, he does have that connection with them. So he's been able to touch yeah. them just like I think Tyrion did too. Uh, more proof, more yeah. proof. Yeah. So I, like I, I still lean into that theory that he's a Targaryen too. I think he, yep. I, I agree. There's more, I had more to prove that theory in this episode too, because after Tyrion has his reunion with Sansa, he looks down uh-huh. and just sees Bran sitting in the courtyard, staring at him. All right. I mean, yes, that's really cool. Can we talk about Bran for half a second here? Yes, please. Let's go. Let's get into it. I, every time, okay. Every time he came on screen, my first thought, and then sometimes I said it, was worst fucking character. Like, I don't know that I like that he's just in a wheelchair staring at people the whole episode. And then he'll, like, utter something prophetic, and then he'll just keep staring. Like, I understand you can't do much more with him, but do much more with him, please. I, see, I thought it was weird, too, until the end of the episode, because he says at one point, like, I think Sam calls, it, calls him on, like, what are you just sitting here for? He's like, I'm waiting for an old friend. And I was like, oh, okay, that's that's weird. Like, who are you waiting for? I thought it was Sam. And then Jamie shows up. I was like, oh, shit, that's right. He's the one who threw him out the window. Do you, okay, so I did, forgot how much heat, and I'm going to switch from Brand because fuck him, I'm sorry. Um, I forgot how much heat Jamie has on him in this group. Like, yeah. I forgot he threw Brand. I mean, I knew he threw Brand out the window, but I forgot that was unresolved. I forgot Daenerys would probably still be mad about killing his dad. Yeah, I I forgot about that too until I saw the on the next Game of Thrones. Yeah, which gave you a lot, mm-hmm. like just knowing what the next episode's going to be. It's going to be like the Targaryens and the Starks v. v Jaime Lannister, aka the Kingslayer. I agree, and like, does my thing is, does Daenerys have a right to be that mad? Because without all of this happening, she wouldn't be where she is now. I don't think. Like, I think it's one of those like like I've had bad things happen to me in the past. But those bad things led to good things later. And I think that I think she's justified to be angry. But considering the threat that they're facing, they need every fighter that they can get. Do you think how that's how they're going to play it? Is it going to be like, look, we're all mad, but like you're really good at fighting things and we got to do that. Thing. I also think that having Tyrion as her hand will help his case. Sure. Like, I feel like Terry, Tyrion will stand up for her and say, like, hey, listen, he's the one who got us the meeting with Cersei. Like he's right. He as bad as much as you hate him for killing your father, mm-hmm. he's helped us out as much as he can, all things considered. Yeah. So it, it'll be interesting to see what happens because I feel like next week's just going to be like the second half of a Law and Order episode, which is everyone right. like throwing accusations at Jamie Lannister. Right. And like, I mean, this poor guy has been through so much. Like, I genuinely do not want his character arc to end here. Like, I don't want them to be like, well, you crippled our little brother and you killed this lady's dad. So now you have to die. Like if his story ends now, I will be very upset about it. I, I don't think it will. I think he'll fight. You think so? Yeah, I definitely think he will. I, I might be wrong in this, but I think I saw him fight in the trailer. Oh, cool. So 
And he can't die yet because somebody was noticeably absent from this episode and she better be in the next episode considering. Oh, she bet. Yep. Brianna. Brianna Tarth. Like there's yep. no Brianna in this at all. Yep. Um, you get the way it's else. going, she'll just show up at Winterfell though. She'll be like wearing a hood, riding in on a horse and then she'll take it off and she'll be like, I am Brienne. And like, that'll be it. And right beside Pod, who's also, also looks like he's riding a horse, but it's really just his dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pod's the best character. Yeah. Um, now I'm really interested to see how between Tyrion and Brienne being on Team Jamie, I'm curious yeah. to see how things go. Yeah, because if it wasn't, he need more people. Yeah, if it wasn't for the threat from the north, I think that would be enough to split that party a little bit. Yeah, but I think can, all things considered, it things will go okay for Jamie. Do you think, I mean, do you think they should? Like, I think that he deserves a little something for being such a dick for so long. I know that he's, like, gotten his, paid his dues, like, he doesn't have a hand anymore. And that, like, he's had his comeuppance. But, like, I mean, these are still, like, you know, kind of fresh wounds for some of these people. Yeah. I I don't know. I'm curious. I'm The ending of this episode brought up a lot of stuff that I haven't really thought about throughout the whole show. Yes, me so too. I'm curious to see how it plays out because they have one episode to do it. Like any more, yep. like even, I don't even think they have the whole episode to do it. I think that's going to be half the episode. I don't know. I think I'm going to predict what's going to happen at the very end of the next episode. And it's going to be the White Walkers show up that trebuchet or yeah, it was a trebuchet. I think launches its projectile into the sea of White Walkers. Someone screams, they all charge cut to black. That's going to be the last second of the last episode. Next episode. I think it's going to be that shot from the trailer of just the, the, the uh, white Walker horse hoof approaching Winterfell. And I think that's when it's going to cut to black. That would be cool. I, I would have thought that it, except I saw a trebuchet do a thing. Oh, okay. And I was like, well, they can't just do it for fun unless they are like, I'm whatever. not going to, I'm not going to lie. I was a little bit buzzed by the end of this. So I need to go back and rewatch the uh, next on. Well, you should have been buzzed. That's good. That's a good way to watch this. Um, so my favorite re- reunion that we didn't get to. Was I know what it is. I think I know what it is. Son or Arya and everyone. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Having Gendry and the Hound interact was fun. Yes. Like, oh, this is a nice little interaction. And then Arya showed up. I was like, oh my God, we're getting, because when they're approaching Winterfell, I was like, okay, she gets to see, all, she gets to see her brother in quotes. Yep. She gets to see the hound and then she gets to see Gendry. She's like, oh my God, everyone that I love is back. Like yeah. all, all of my friends are here now. And then her two friends are talking it out in the, the forgery. And then she shows up and says, like, oh my God, if we're getting both of these at once, like what the, sh-? like I actually said, like what the hell is going on? <laughs> um, I kind of want her and Gendry to take the throne. Like I want, that would be to, cool. Like, I just want the two of them to, to get together. Like, I think they will. I think they're setting it up enough. I, I, there's no incest there, so I'm right. I'm, so it's I feel 100 percent okay set, giving my, that relationship my seal of approval. <laughs> That's also like the closest they've ever hinted at her having any kind of a relationship. Yeah, and it, they definitely lay it on in this episode. Like, yeah, they end, do. When she's oh, kind of yeah. like flirting with him, like because I need it. That's why. Right. Like, well, all right. So, can we talk about what it is? Did you get what it was? I did not. Did you? No, I have no idea. Like. It, I mean, he looked at it, he's like, but you already have a sword. But it didn't look, it looked like a collapsible like thing. 
I'm sure we're going to find out in some very dramatic fashion later. But yes. I didn't know if it was something that like they hinted at earlier that I should have known about or what. I don't think so. I, I'm guessing it's just so she has a ja- dragon glass weapon. That makes, but doesn't she have one already? She has the Valerian steel, which, oh, will, will, gotcha. which will also kill a White Walker, I think, mm-hmm. because it's forged by. I forget what Valerian steel is. I feel like it has something to do with dragon's fire. Right. Yeah, it's something like that, I think. Um, but yeah. But yeah, I really enjoyed that scene. Her and the hound, like the hound just. Yes. Like, like they they set they set that up so well, yes. In the finale, and then they, they bring it back in this one where it's just like, I knew you were here. Mm-hmm. So, I thought it was good. I liked her running into people. I like her character a lot, and I like what they're what they're doing with it so far. Same here. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other beats that we missed. Oh, let me think. Um, Tyrion. Varys and Sir Davos talking on the on the castle about proposals. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I mean Sir Davos isn't wrong. Like no. they they should de- like that will definitely bring them they I feel like that would help unite the north. It would. I mean it's probably one of the only things that would aside from like I mean cuz I feel like the whole well we have to go fight all these guys so we need to just get together to fight all these guys is good but it's not a long-term solution. It's what's going to get them through the next couple episodes. But then, like, what's going to happen afterwards? Yeah, exactly. Um, not a lot of Sir Davos in this either. No, but enough to make me happy he's around. Yeah. I just and hope that- he doesn't get relocated to, like, the back, like, the the stands for this season. Because there's so few episodes. I hope they give him his, his like, his time to shine. Yeah. I, I feel like they will. I think everyone's going to get their moment. Like, everyone's going to have their this show's ending. This is my, this is the moment that they will play at the Emmys when I die. (laughs) Good. Um, any other final thoughts? I think talking to you talked me down off of a ledge. I think I came into this episode half cocked or this, this podcast half cocked ready to go. Freaking Winterfell is just going to be an ending generator and I hate it. And I think you've talked me down. I think you're right. This episode was a necessity. Yeah. I definitely for a premiere, like after, almost two years of waiting for a new episode. Yes. I feel like you needed to do this. And I I don't want to call it fan service because it's, it is and it isn't. I feel like just to refresh everyone on where these characters are both geographically and as a character, you Mm -hmm. needed this episode. Yeah. I think it was definitely needed. I think I'm still upset that if I think I'm still upset if the world that we've grown to love gets reduced to two places Basically, if it gets reduced to Winterfell and King's Landing and that's the whole season, I think I'm going to feel a little bit cheated. But then again, it's been more a character novel or like a character piece and a family piece than it has been a world piece. So I can see that they make the choice to completely take out the background to focus on the character development and what they're doing. But I like the world. I like Westeros. I want them to explore more of it. And I don't want it to be those two places but I get it if it is. Here's my theory for the beginning of the episode, like the, the opening credits. Yeah. So it opens with the wall being destroyed. Yes. I have a feeling the next one will end with that castle that the brotherhood and Thoron were at. Yeah. I feel like it's going to end with that being destroyed. Like it's going to open with that being destroyed. And then once Winterfell falls, uh-huh. 
it's going to be that. So I think it's going to follow the characters. It's going to follow wherever the White Walkers are going. So, so you think Winterfell is definitely going to fall? More likely than not, it's going to it's going to get roughed up. I don't think they're going to. I think they're going to abandon Winterfell. I can see it. I can see it. I can see them running south, and I I see the opening following them, and just because the opening at this point isn't just to tell you where these characters are. It's showing you where the White Walkers are in relation. That's to something everything. I didn't catch. I really like that because it, it opens north of the wall. And I, my wife was saying something and I, I kind of was like, wait, 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 what? No, th- <laughs> this is different. Like this is weird. Yeah. So I think, I feel yeah. like that's what's happening. I think it's just going to show how much the White Walkers have taken. That's really cool. Okay. I can get behind that. Cause you didn't see them at all in this episode. You don't. Right? No. You see you see you hear about them and you see stuff that they've done, but you don't see them at all, which is really I, I like that a lot. I liked it. I liked it how they didn't show them, but you also still knew where they were because they had that kid from the beginning up exactly. on the wall with the symbols. What was the symbol? It's, was I supposed to know what that was? No, it's something that they've done before. It's it was, oh, okay. it was on the wall in Dragonstone in the cave. Okay. And it was in the snow north of the wall when they, when the children who created the White Walkers created the first White Walker, I think. Got it. Okay. Um, So it's like their symbol, kind of. Yeah. The children of the forest. Yeah. It's pretty much just the White Walker thing. Okay. Got it. So, yeah, I don't think we're going to see the White Walkers until the battle. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with them being the looming threat they've always been because as from a production standpoint, if you're going to do this giant battle at Winterfell that took 53 days for them to shoot, (laughs) then um, you're going to save your budget as much as you can on those white walkers and not show them until you have to do that 53 days. I can't believe it took them 53 days to shoot that. Holy shit. We'll get into that. Like it's going to, like the battle of Winterfell is not going to be fun. Like the weekend, I'm happy you know more about this. The week, oh, there's a whole EW spread about it. They they oh did a God. few weeks ago where they, they, they it was they, there was no spoilers, but it was just the actors talking about, yeah, this has been the most brutal thing we've ever done. Like just from an actor uh, standpoint, and you had every actor talk about it. That's like, amazing. No specifics, but it's kind of it's kind of like the End Game press tour. Like they're talking about, sure. yeah, it was rough. Like we can't really tell you what happened. Like we we did this for 53 days, but we can't say what what happened. Wow. Um, but yet the weekend of April 26th is just going to be brutal. It's going to be a rough weekend. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'm still excited for it. it Endgame's going to be like six hours of my weekend because I'm going twice. Oh, that makes me happy. Um, And then Game of Thrones. Like that's going to be a longer episode, I think. This episode and then the seem, rest is... This episode, seem, this episode didn't seem too long to me, did it? It seemed too long no. to you. No, it's what fifty-four minutes or something like that. Yeah, but I mean, it was it was well paced for what it was. Yeah, I think it's going to be. This is like the regular length of an episode. So, yeah. and it didn't seem too long. Didn't seem too short. I see. It seemed just right. Um, I but, feel like the eighty-minute ones are going to start to get a little bit like bam, 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 like going from thing to thing to thing. And I think that that's going to start to make them feel like they're shorter than they are. I. I disagree because the uh, one where they went north of the wall last yeah. season, that was like an 80 minute episode and that didn't seem. Yeah, like that's that no, that I, that's what I meant is I yeah. don't think that it's going to feel like 80 minutes. Yeah. Um, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. 
Yeah, so, I can't wait. Yes. And we only have to wait one week for, for another episode. I'm so used to two years. I'm being spoiled now. Yeah. Hey, well, Thanks, Game of Thrones. And then af- after the season ends, you got to wait for the prequel. I don't know if I care about the prequel. I think I just, I think I like this story now. It depends on what the, the story is. Like, yeah. I, I don't know what the story is going to be, but, and who's involved with it creatively. Um, but I, I'll probably check it out. I'm going to think is I probably will too, but I'll be as opposed to it as I am like Disney plus where I'm going to be like, I'm so mad at this. And then like secretly watch it and pay all the money for it. Okay. So I think that's it for this week's game of Thrones special. I think so. Um, For you have to watch this podcast. I'm Alan. And I'm Devin. And winter is here. Ooh.